0: So is it is it just me, or are things getting a little freaky these days? Oh so I woke up this morning and checked the news, as I am wont to do, and found out something rather surprising. You'd think that I'd have an armadillo, if not downright medieval chainmail exoskeleton at the moment um, of looking, as I have for the past couple of decades, directly into the crazy squid eyes of the world, but... I apparently still have the capacity to be shocked by what I read. This regards one Loretta Lynch. You may remember her as former Attorney General of the United States under Obama. Now, the United States Attorney General, well, head of the United States Department of Justice, and usually, you know, kind of assumed to be the chief law enforcement officer of the United States, as well as chief lawyer of the United States uh, government. Well, happens to be a black woman. She has a lot of credibility, particularly in, you know, leftist Democrat circles. People really respect what Loretta Lynch has to say. And I don't know, it called me old-fashioned. I just, for me, you kind of have a responsibility as a public figure to calm the crowd, to soothe the crowd, to give the crowd methodologies for resolving disputes that aren't, say, soaked in blood. And, and violence. So yeah, she's got some credibility as a public figure, and particularly since she was at one point the chief law enforcer of the, uh, of the United States. Now, you probably remember Loretta Lynch for her famous, uh, quote, private meeting with Bill Clinton, right? Bill Clinton happened to be her former boss. This was on an airplane right in the middle of a federal investigation into Bill Clinton's wife, Hillary Clinton, of course, and this private email server she maintained... While she was Secretary of State, so right in the middle of this investigation, the chief law enforcer meets with the husband of the woman being investigated, uh, who is her former boss. Uh, Before this and many other incidents that um, raised some eyebrows and question marks, um, Loretta Lynch was the prosecutor, was a prosecutor. She was assigned to basically the biggest bank scandal in human history. So this was the probe of uh, HSBC's involvement in well, money laundering for drug cartels, terrorists, and other nasty folk. Uh, This started in 2012. And this is long before she was nominated for the post of Attorney General. So what was the outcome of this investigation? Well, uh, massive fines were levied against HSBC, the world's biggest bank, but no actual officials were charged or prosecuted by Loretta Lynch. You know how this stuff goes. Like if you protest... um, Uh, Bank involvement, if you protest banksters, uh, and so on, like 500 people were arrested in Wall Street Occupy protest situations. But you know, if you are partly responsible for wiping out 40% of America's wealth, well, you end up paying a fine. No, no, don't worry, not you personally. Your organization pays a fine, which means that you pay your employees less and it means that you charge your customers more to cover this fine. Don't worry, it won't be any of your personal assets on the line. It's basically just a giant shakedown. So, recently, Loretta Lynch produced a very short video, which I just found extremely, extraordinarily jaw-dropping. So the video in question, it's short and we'll put a link to it below, less than a minute long. And in it, Loretta Lynch says, I know that this is a time of great fear and uncertainty for so many people. I know it's a time of concern for people who see our rights being assailed, being trampled on, and even being rolled back. Now, that's fairly non-specific. What does that even mean? Your rights are being assailed, trampled on, and even being rolled back. Does does she mean around illegal immigration? Does she mean that enforcing the nation's immigration laws is somehow removing people's rights to act against the law? Is that what she means? I'm, I'm not being the attorney general, and even I know that's completely ridiculous. So what is she talking about? Well, because she's on the left and the left's major job is to incite the mob to act out their aggression uh, by giving them vaguely negative emotional terms. Well, she's doing that. This is an old, old tactic. Your rights are being trampled on and rolled back, and blah blah blah. Right? So, well, what rights? What rights are being assailed, trampled on, and rolled back? I don't. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> she goes on to say, "I know that this is difficult, but I remind you that this has never been easy. We have always had to work to move this country forward." to achieve the great ideals of our founding fathers. Oh, by the by, it just, it seems odd to see a woman, a black woman, praising the founding fathers who denied voting rights to women and citizenship, of course, to blacks because they were slaves. But, hey, I mean, that's maybe that's just my particular outside observation. She goes on to say, It has been people, individuals who have banded together, ordinary people, who simply saw what needed to be done and came together and supported those ideals who have made the difference. Oh, okay, so um, she, does she mean writing? Does she mean running for office? Does she mean uh, creating speeches? Does she mean uh, peaceful, uh, peaceful protests? Well, what, does she, what does she mean? Well, she, she clarifies it. She goes on to say about these people who want to make a difference. They've marched, she says. They've bled. And yes, some of them died. It's here where the mealy-mouthed fog language begins to part, and you can see the macabre horror show going on uh, in this uh, this speech. They've marched, they've bled, and yes, some of them died. What exactly is she calling for here? What exactly is the sequence of events that end up with somebody who disagrees with President Trump's... (laughs) Still cool. President Trump's policies, what what are the dominoes that have to fall down for someone to bleed and die for opposing these policies. Um, there's a First Amendment, so you can oppose them. Uh, you can uh, write about them. You can gather together for peaceful protest. You can hold signs. You can run for office. You can, uh, you can do videos on YouTube. You can do any number of things, and none of these things will result in you bleeding and dying. So what is she talking about? Is she talking about resistance? Resistance? To legal authority? Is she talking about attacking the police? Is she talking about attacking others? Because so far, what I've seen is that the feral left has been attacking the peaceful congregation of people who are somewhat to the right of Che Guevara, which means, um, well, literally Hitler, of course, in the mind of the tolerant multiverse of uh, diversity known as the leftist mindset. So what is she talking about? Why on earth would you end up bleeding and dying because you disagree with Trump's policies? It makes no sense whatsoever unless she's talking about the initiation of force. Because <laughs> yeah, here's a good mind experiment for you. Here's a good mind experiment for you. Go to a gathering of Trump supporters wearing a Bernie Sanders hat or an I'm with her Hillary hat. You know, in other words, if you're death himself wandering through the killing fields of the Middle East, you'd be saying, regarding Hillary, I'm with her. But so take an I'm with her hat or wear a Hillary t shirt and go to a gathering of Trump supporters and see what happens. Well, they may make fun of you, they may um, catcall you a little, but you're not going to be attacked, you're not going to be assaulted, I can pretty much (laughs) guarantee that. On the other hand, try wearing a Make America Great Again hat. Or a big old Trump t-shirt and go to a gathering of Democrats, a leftist gathering, a gathering of people who are big fans of uh, Obama and, and Hillary and so on, and see what happens. I wonder if there would be any kind of difference in your level of safety, in how receptive people would be to you, on whether they would engage you, say, with language or with uh, axe handles or something akin to that it's just a little thought experiment that hopefully can clarify some things so it's not like you have to go to trump rallies and then you're going to be what beaten to a pulp and killed by trump supporters what nonsense so what is she talking about she says they've marched they've bled and yes some of them died anyway she goes on to say this is hard every good thing is we have done this before we can do this again So basically she's saying that blood and death need to fill the streets in order to protest against Donald Trump's policies. See, this is not peaceful protest. This is not writing or or, or debating or running for office. This is street violence. This is blood and death that she is talking about. Just imagine, just imagine. If Hillary Clinton had won, oh sorry, <laughs> soulless body gel. If Hillary Clinton had won, and Trump had called for blood and death in the streets to achieve his political goals to oppose Hillary Clinton's, uh, oh, imagine when when um, uh, Barack Obama won, right? If if Mitt Romney had called for blood and death in the streets to oppose Obama, I mean, this double standard—it uh, it literally is like crawling through the brain caverns of a crazy person's madness. I mean, it is so brain-twisty to not even notice how ridiculously hypocritical all of this. And imagine if Trump had said what we need is blood and death in the streets to oppose the existing political regime. Can you imagine? I mean, they went nuts when he offered to cover uh, legal bills for people who were being assaulted. Uh, can you imagine? If, if, but this was this reported on? No. Of course not. Now, here's another question for you. What? What do we call people? What is the legal or technical term for those who call for violence to achieve their political ends? I mean, is it inciting riots? Is it sedition? Is it the T-word? Using violence, calling for the use of violence to achieve your political goals. The chief law enforcer in the American justice system calling for blood and death in the streets because her team lost an election. Do you see what I was doing? Do you see how close America came to losing itself, to losing its very soul? And just think, just think of the rot that is in the Department of Justice with this kind of person in charge. Think of the rot that infested and infiltrated the State Department when Hillary was in charge and the rot almost everywhere else in government because these are people picked and chosen, hand-picked and chosen and supported by Barack Obama. Think of the rot that has infested the American government over the last eight years. Think if you were an honest, good, decent person in the Department of Justice and this is the kind of stuff, this is the kind of mentality that was at the top. Would you stay? advocating for me, at least advocating this kind of blood-soaked lawlessness. It's, it's, it's shocking to me. It's shocking that it was said. I'm still even mildly shocked that it's not reported on more by the mainstream media, but I'm losing that particular perspective fairly quickly. So under Loretta Lynch, was law enforcement free to do its job? Or was it paralyzed? I mean, we know the Ferguson effect, right when the uh, black, uh, radical leftist black activists began pushing back uh, and, and creating these narratives. Oh, Michael Brown shot down execution style, hands up, don't shoot. All lies, all nonsense, all, again, rumors to fuel the mob. Rumors to fuel the mob, the rumors race around, the mob grabs their torches and pitchforks and go to work. This is what the left does make arguments they provoke they divide they set against they manipulate they split they divide same thing we want multiculturalism but we're going to play identity politics and set each group against each other well multiculturalism identity politics pick one because you can't have both for long was law enforcement free to do its job think of immigration was it free to enforce the laws on immigration Or deportation. What about sex crimes? This is something enormously underreported in the American media. I mean, President Donald Trump made good on his pledge to use the full force and weight of the U.S. government to attack and break up child sex trafficking rings, lock up sexual predators, all of that stuff. Now, from the time that President Donald Trump was sworn in on January the 20th, until late February authorities have arrested a shocking number of sexual predators you know people involved in child sex trafficking rings in the United States there have been its a staggering number more than 1500 arrests in one month now you compare that to fewer than 400 sex trafficking related arrests in all of 2014 according to the FBI in other words since Donald Trump took office, the rate of arrests for sex trafficking and child sex trafficking rings has gone up 45 times. 45 times, not 45 percent, 45 times. Now, I'm going to assume that these investigations, they take some time. you got to build your case, you've got to get the evidence. So all of these arrests, or most of these arrests, I'm going to assume, were kind of ready to go. But under Obama, under Loretta Lynch, they they didn't act. They didn't go and get these guys. They waited. Donald Trump opens the gates, and away they go. Why weren't they acting before? Why weren't they protecting these children before if they had the cases and they were ready to go? Why was there such a buildup? Why was there such a dam between law enforcement and the protection of children? Why? And how many children were preyed on while law enforcement perhaps was not allowed to act. Oh, it's shocking, shocking stuff. By the by, the number of academics and administrators in universities who have been uh, arrested, convicted for possession of child pornography and stuff like that. That's truly shocking. We'll put the links below. It's horrible reading, but it's well worth reading. So... This is where the state is. This is where the government is. After many years of growing corruption from both the left and the right. And Trump wants to drain the swamp. I don't know if you've ever been to a real swamp. Let me tell you what a swamp is full of. A swamp is full of parasites. A swamp is sometimes full of bodies. And a swamp is certainly full of predators. And those predators will fight back. Now first they'll fight back by portraying themselves as victims, and then by lashing out. Why is Lynch agitating and activating the leftist violent mob? What is coming that we don't yet know about? You need to stay alert. America, you need to stay informed, and for heaven's sake above, you need to stay safe.